Cantos eighteen to twenty of Book Six of the Ramayana of Balmiki, translated by Ralph to H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto eighteen, Rama's speech. Then Rama's rising doubt was stilled, and friendly thoughts his bosom filled. Thus deep in Scripture's law he spake. The suppliant will I never forsake, nor my protecting aid refuse, when one in name of friendship sues. Though false and folly blot his fame, pity and help he still may claim. He ceased, Sugriva bowed his head, and pondered for a while, and said, Past number be his faults or fear. What think ye of the Rakshas who, when threatening clouds of danger rise, deserts his brother's side and flies? Say, Banners, who may hope to find true friendship in his faithful kind? The son of Regu heard his speech. He cast a hasty look on each of those brave Banner chiefs, and while upon his lips there played a smile to lakshman taunt and thus expressed the thoughts that moved his gallant breast well versed in scripture's law and sage and duly reverent to age is he with long experience taught who counsels like this banner lord yet here methinks for searching eyes some deeper subtler matter lies to you and all the world unknown, the perils of a monarch's throne, while foe and stranger, kit and kin, by his misfortune trust to win, by hope of such advantage led, the vision over the sea has fled. He in his brother's stead would reign, and our alliance seeks to gain, and we his offer may embrace a stranger and of alien race but if he comes a spy and foe what power has he to strike a blow in furtherance of his close design what is his strength compared with mine and can i banner king forget the great the universal debt ever to aid and welcome those who pray for shelter friends or foes Hast thou not heard the deathless praise, Won by the dove in olden days, Who conquering his fear and hate, Welcomed the slayer of his mate, And gave a banquet to refresh The weary fowler of his flesh? Now hear me, Banner King, rehearse, What Kandu spoke in ancient verse, Saint Kanda's son, who loved the truth, And clave to virtue from his youth, Strike not the suppliant when he stands, And asks thee with beseeching hands, For shelter, strike him not although He wear thy father's mortal foe. Now yield him, be he proud or meek, The shelter which he comes to seek, And save thy foeman if the deed Should cause thy life in desperate need. And shall I hear the wretched cry, and my protecting aid deny? Shall I a suppliant's prayer refuse, 
and heaven and glory basely lose. No, I'll do for honour's sake, even as the holy condor spake, preserve a hero's name from stain, and bliss in heaven and glory gain. Bound by a solemn vow, I swear, that all my saving help should share, who sought me in distress and cried, Thou art my hope, and none beside. Then go, I pray thee, banner king, the vision to my presence bring, here, where he Raven's self, my vow, forbids me to reject him now. He ceased, the banner king approved, and Rama to admiration moved. So moves a brother god to greet Lord Indra from his heavenly seat. Canto nineteen, the vision's council. When Ragu's son had owned his claim, down from the air the vision came, and with his four attendants bent at Rama's feet most reverent. O Rama, thus he cried, in me, the vision Ravan's brother see. By him disgraced thine aid I seek, sure refuge for the poor and weak. From Lanka friends and wealth I fly, and reft of all on thee rely, on thee, the wretched farmest friend, my kingdom, joys, and life depend. With glance of favour, Rama eyed, the Raksa's chief, and thus replied, First from thy lips I fain would hear, each brighter hope, each darker fear. Speak, stranger, that I well may know, the strength and weakness of the foe. He ceased, the Raksa's chief obeyed, and thus in turn his answer made. O prince, the self-existent gave, this boon to Rama he may brave, all foes in fight, no fiend or snake, Gandharva God his life may take. His brother Kumbhakaran wise, in mild with him who rules the skies, the captain of his armies, fame, perhaps has taught the warrior's name, his terrible Prahasta, who, King Manivadra's self overthrew. Where is the warrior found to face, young Indrajit, whom armed with praise, and god and bow he stands in mail, and laughs at spear and arrowy hail? Within his city Lanka dwell, Ten million giants fierce and fell, Who wear each varied shape at will, And eat the flesh of those they kill. These hosts against the gods he led, And heavenly might discomfited. Then Rama cried, I little heed, Gigantic strength or dofty deed, In spite of all their might has done, The king, the captain, and the son, shall fall beneath my fury dead, and thou shalt reign in Ravan's stead. He, though in depths of art he dwell, or seek protection down in hell, or kneel before the sire supreme, his forfeit life shall never redeem. Yea, by my brother's lives, I swear, I will not to my home repair, till Ravan and his kit and kin have paid in debt the price of sin. The vision bowed his head and cried, 
thy conquering army will I guide, to storm the city of the foe, and aid the tyrants overthrow. Thus spake the vision, Rama pressed, the Raksas chieftain to his breast, and cried to Lakshman, Haste and bring, see water for the new-made king. He spoke, and over Vivishan's head the consecrating drops were shed, mid shouts that hailed with one accord the giant's king and Lonka's lord. Is there no way? Hanuman cried, no passage over the boss terrace tide. How may we lead the banner host in triumph to the farther coast? Thus, said Vivishan, I advise. Let Ragu's son in suppliant guise Entreat the mighty sea to lend His succour and this cause befriend His channels, as the wise have told, By Sagar's sons were dug of old. Nor will high-tauted ocean scorn A prince of Sagar's lineage born. He ceased. The prudent council won The glad ascent of Ragu's son. Then on the ocean shore a bed of tender sacred grass was spread, where Rama at the close of day, like fire upon an altar, lay. Canto twenty, despise. Shardula, Raman's spy, surveyed the legions on the strand arrayed, and bore his bosom racked with fear. These tidings to the monarch's ear. They come, they come, a rushing tide. Ten leagues they spread from side to side, And on to storm thy city press, Fierce rovers of the wilderness. Rich in each princely power and grace, The pride of the Surat's race, Rama and Lakshman lead their bands, And hold them on the ocean stands. O monarch, rise! This peril meet, risk not the danger of defeat. First let each wider art be tried, bribe them or win them or divide. Such was the counsel of the spy, and Ravan called to Sukha, Fly, Sugriva, Lord of Banners, see, and does my kingly message speak. Great power and might and fame are thine, brave scion of a royal line. King Riksharaja's son in thee, a brother and a friend I see. How wronged by me canst thou complain? What profit he a pretend to gain? If from the oud thy wife I stole, of Rama of the prudent soul, what cause hast thou to mourn the theft? Thou art not injured or bereft. Return, O king, thy steps retrace, and seek thy mountain-dwelling place. No, never may thy hosts within My Lanka's walls a footing win, A mighty town whose strength defies The gathered armies of the skies. He ceased, obedient Sukha hard, With wings and plumage of a bird, He rose in eager speed and threw The air upon his year-round flew. Born over the sea with rapid wing, he stood above the banner king, And spoke aloud, sublime in air, The message he was judged to bear. The banner heard the words he spoke, And quick redoubling stroke on stroke, 
on head and pinions hammed him round and bore him struggling to the ground the rakshas wounded and distressed these words to ragu's son addressed quick quick this banner host restrain for heralds never must be slain to him alone a wretch untrue the punishment of death is due who leaves his master's speech unsaid and speaks another in its stead moved by the suppliant speech and prayer up sprang the prince and cried forbear saved from his wild assailant's blows again the rakshas herald rose and borne on light wings to the sky addressed sugriva from the high o banner monarch chief and dude with power and wondrous fortitude what answer is my king the fear and scourge of weeping worlds to hear go tell thy lord sugriva cried thou rama's foe art thus defied his arm the guilty barley slew thus tyrant shalt thou perish too thy sons thy friends proud king and all thy kith and kin with thee shall fall and emptied of the giant's brood bond lanka be a solitude fly to the sun god's pathway go and hide thee deep in hell below in vain from rama shalt thou flee though heavenly warriors fight for thee thine arm subdued securely bold the vulture king in form and old but will thy puny strength avail when ragu's wrathful sons assail a captive in thy palace lies the lady of the lotus eyes thou knowest not how fierce and strong is he whom thou hast dared to wrong the best of ragu's lineage he whose conquering hand shall punish thee he ceased and angered raised a cry this is no herald but a spy above thee from his airy post his rapid eye surveyed our host where with advantage he might scan our gathered strength from rear to van bind him banners bind the spy nor let him back to lanka fly they hauled the rakshas to the ground they grasped his neck his pinions bound and firmly held him while in vain his voice was lifted to complain but rama's heart inclined to spare he listened to the plaint and prayer and cried aloud o banners seers the captive from his bonds release and of cantos eighteen nineteen and twenty